Pink Midnight. Pink Midnight. Pink Midnight. This is about the housemaid from 1960 when men take an interest foolishly in their maids. When the sacred and profane is said in a playroom. They laugh at the teacher who only does it to afford a piano, he being a piano teacher, and he offers lessons. And they laugh when he suddenly has to leave to use the restroom. But there's a grim seriousness to it all, a joylessness. Whenever writing claws the teeth marks out of you, to love a married man, to be disgraced. His daughter calls the father, sir, and he's preoccupied with the disgrace, like a tornado approaching high above the seas. Never kill the spirits of your flocks and children whenever they arrive for piano lessons of the mind. She hobbles about with her leg braces as her father gives piano lessons in the night and the days, and it becomes a mechanical rite of passage. Students and housemates come and go in a house that's hardly built at all. The ghosts of possibilities lining the walls, but already falling from the future's interventions. An employee sent him a love letter while the piano played as if by itself. He was distracted and didn't hear the song, even though he never missed a note. Factory work has roughened her hands as she sits down for her piano lesson surrounded by clay sculpture reliefs on the walls of his magical space. A rat seems to chirp into view just as she was putting away her spices innocently in her sacred home. When the house is so big that you get lost and you need a housemaid to lead you back to the trough, Thank you for this deadly blessing, dear rat. Now I may finally get some rest. She's so reluctant to be a housemaid to a teacher until she hears the salary and the smoking leading her into a tailspin, a whirlwind, a carousel, a carefree existence leading to a bell to an unfinished song in an unfinished house of stark shadows, but true delight and happiness, at least what is last of this. Forward shadows imprison the movement of a mind, dreading a future already spoiled somehow, meaning she holds the rat poison above dinner at this point 
with no intention of consuming it or having others. The devious child tastes the ill and bedridden mother's curried rice as she rises from the dead beside a statue resembling Marlena Dietrich. Two men eat, one man die. I don't know, you don't know, is the compliment she gives the father's delicacy. The housemaid doesn't seem overly impressed by the teacher's humble abode. You see, it isn't really good enough for her. Upon entering, she kills a rat with her bare hands, then, without washing them, serves the dead rat a meal of rice covered with rat poison. She licks her lips and smells the poison and sets the dish beside the dead hoodlum. When all the rats with human faces start dying, a piano melody from dark nightmares will awake us, causing us to sleepwalk in an endless fugue. Your eyes made me want to give you anything, she says. When it's time to bring home a pet squirrel, you know it's the only decent thing he can do for his family and housemaid. Although it resembles the insidious visitors plaguing their home, he needs reminding them that it is in fact a squirrel and not a rat. Although on closer inspection, this viewer realizes that it actually might be a chipmunk and not a squirrel. It's a glass menagerie of unfinished houses, braces, crutches, caged squirrels, and housemaids, butterflies without wings. If you should want a housemaid to last, find one who is immune to the charms and flavors of the rat poison undetectable even in fluids such as water, orange juice, tea, or others. She plays the piano when the boss is away and licks her lips surreptitiously, fading into the rain, turning around wet corners. Please, please give me a cigarette and a piano lesson or the rain storm will rip all of my clothes away and I'll run and ravage the night without you. of repetitions, a plan staked out into the earth, a collusion beyond memory, 
a fixation, a path, a trajectory, a pattern. The last time she became a mistress, the wife swallowed rat poison, just like it was liquid candy. When it rains indoors, when it rains inside the mind, then the trickling droplets jump upon the piano strings, paying an eerie melody to itself as if it was owed an infinite debt. The teacher is hounded for an electricity bill, which is cheaper than shoes. He returns again and again through the fog and rains and the departing smoke, yet never arrives, for ghostly he dissipates, yet his call is unerring and insistent. For yes, in seven months, there will be two new mouths to feed, sprouting out from between the piano keys, like man-eating plants with lipstick and fiery eyes. And so he performs the guilty walk of shame like a spider without but in need of braces or crutches all the same. Thank you for tuning in to Pink Midnight. We hope you have enjoyed your stay in this haunted hotel, in this abandoned palace, in this opulent field of nowhere grass.